welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. My name is Michelle. And my name is Lauren, and we are your hosts. Hey, host. Hey, <laughs> This is our version of a radio talk show, and every week you can join us for a sisterly chat where we talk about literally everything. We're going to tackle current events, what's going on in the world around us. We'll share some personal insight and stories, and of course, share random bits of things we think you should know along with whatever else sisters talk about. There's a lot. So if you're into easy listening, lots of laughing and some inspiration sprinkled throughout, we are going to be fast, weird internet friends. Welcome. We're live in three, two, one. Just kidding. We're already live. Oh. Oh. Welcome, everyone, to Cozy Conversations. Hi, Franz. How? I thought you just called me Fran. I'm like, no, nope, that was nope. our intern's name. Yep, long live Franny. <laughs> long live Franny. <laughs> All right, well, it is Tuesday morning. Is it? I was kind of confused on what day of the week it was. Yesterday, I thought all day was Tuesday. I screwed us up on that. That's okay. And, and today I woke up and thought today was Sunday morning. Mercury, I think, is in retrograde. Okay, that might explain things. You know what? There's been a lot going on around a here. A lot going on. So. Well, right now we are at about 46 degrees. It's a cloudy Tuesday morning on, in Chicago. That's right. The The rain the last couple of days has turned some of these red and yellow mm. leaves into a blanket I know. on the ground. And one of our friends just sent a picture mm -hmm. from, she's in Detroit, Michigan, and it was the most stunning fall. Like if we had a news station, we'd post that as our like yes, we would. pretty fall picture just coming in. Like, look who called in with their pretty photo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And thanks, Marlo, for listening. Um, Michelle, I think we should tell everyone that now we are caught up on our podcasts. Yep, that's right. If you have listened consecutively up until <clears> this <throat> point, we are now, um, this is, you will hear this a day after it's been recorded. Yeah, it's like, it, it's more like in real time. Yep. <clears throat> Y'all right there? You need some water? I have some water, so I had to clear my throat. Good job pulling that mic away. I'm a fast learner. Yeah, how so is, starting tomorrow, we're good to go. How's what? I was just going to say, how was your weekend? Like, how was leading up to this? Weekend was good. I mean, all these weekends are like running together. Now I'm trying to figure out like, what did I do? Oh, I actually went on an annual thing that I do every October with my one of my good best friend, Katie. We do a, look, a, a little adventure. Typically, we go down to the Gold Coast area because all the rich people go crazy with their decorations, but not this year. they're not doing Halloween over there this year. It's really kind of sad. And why do you think that is? Because it's such an attraction. I'm telling you, this one guy puts like a 15-foot Dracula and a gigantic coffin in his front yard. I think they don't want a lot of people or also maybe people thinking that they're trick-or-treating. You know, I was I was thinking about people like the people you're talking about mm -hmm. that go all out for yeah. these holidays with those blow up things and lights and all of the different machines and stuff. I broke down and bought the um, Beetlejuice. It's the best thing you've ever bought. Blow up. Yeah. Was, is that the sand snake? I think it's the sand snake. When they step out of the house uh -huh. into like purgatory. Oh my God. And that scary snake with mm. two mouths comes out. Yep. So it's got like two heads. Yeah, two heads. So, <laughs> like, I, so I put that in front of my house, influenced by our friend over at Fox Family Den. Uh -huh. And I was thinking, gosh, you know, this is just one item plugged into an outlet. Wonder what my my electric bill is going to be. Wonder what it is for people that blow it out like Griswold style. I don't know, but I'm so grateful for those that do and for people like you that buy those crazy 
blow up things because it makes it really sets it really it's a you know it just does it enhances it it does I think we're gonna see a lot more of that um especially leading into the holidays I was talking Mm. to a friend last night and was thinking this earlier before she and I had this conversation they're gonna really get into Christmas this year they're gonna really decorate and I I hope so I'm doing it too because I'm gonna tell you something I was telling Anthony yesterday that I am I don't use this word ever it's a very Aussie term but I'm gutted over something what Wow, that's very dramatic. Term. I know. <laughs> wow. Gutted, huh? Gutted. Hundred, I, I mean, at this point, I'm like, okay, COVID has taken a lot of things from me. Regular movie experiences, concerts. But now they have taken the Chris Kindle market from me this year. And I am... Gutted. Michelle, I would walk from my house and just traverse all the way into the city and by myself. Yeah, you and were, just watch people and just dedicated. look at the windows. It's it is one of Chicago's, you know, it is one of Chicago's cool holiday attractions for sure. It is what inspired Anthony and I to pack our bags two Christmases mm-hmm. ago and check out the markets. Where did we go? We went to Salzburg, Budapest, and Prague. God, and it was and you guys magical. Michelle, we'd wake up and go on like a city walk and be like, let's go check out this church. And on the way to church, there are um, chalkboard signs that say, you know, like to go mulled wine. Yeah, you you guys drank a lot of it there. It's not even about that. It's just so much about I know. the experience. In any case, yeah, I hope people do it up for the holidays. I, um, when we were kids, you know, last year and for the past couple of years, we've done the Chris Kingle Market with the kids. Mm. And Did we- they like it? Oh yeah, it's great. What's not to love? We will. They'd get a hot, a hot beverage or something chocolatey and mm-hmm. melty. Mia would try to make us purchase a fifty thousand dollars stuffed animal. <laughs> so stupid. Um, but uh, we would also do the the windows, the the Macy windows. Oh, right. Not what they used to be. No, remember no. when Dad would take us every year? Yes. And I think back then it was Marshall Field still. Yes, correct. Yeah, it's no. not what they used to be it at is, all. It's not what it used to be. But um, the Chris Kringle Market was our fave and I'm sorry Lauren we're not going to be able to do it this year but there's always next year well I will tell you that I've already decided that I will be having a like a a European market style evening at my home I'm going to get some I'm going to make some potato pancakes what you're going to bring any vendors in (laughs) (laughs) no I'm going to get the spat you guys the spatzel is it spatzel or spatzel are you talking about the German dumpling yeah I think I always pronounced it spatzel, but I've been told Spats- I've got a pretty hard spatzel. Chicago Okay, maybe accent. this, I think it's spatzel. I think it is. Costco has an incredible microwavable one. Knock your freaking socks right off of your feet. Now, what are you going to go ahead and prep that with? What are you going to eat on the side of that spatzel? Well, I would do some sort of green. Anthony made a pork tenderloin. That no. You need like a meat. Michelle, it is, there's so much butter in it. It's delish. It's exquisite mom wow wow you are really bringing the words today the drama thanks wanna guys I, <laughs> I knew this is where we were headed it's good it's good stuff what which one particular what did you nibble on the wanna gummies well i'm it's the raspberry hybrid okay and it's just a 10 milligram but michelle i go like 2.5 milligrams so but today i think mo- i did three milligrams so you took like a little mouse nibble a little mouse nibble and it just it puts that pep in the step and it really helps me focus and feel creative as well and the, and the flavor of the mm-hmm. and the, the texture best. and they're um uh, and this is not necessarily why but I, I do like the texture of them but they're um 
like vegan uh, and um, no, what's that, gelatin. Okay. So no horse, horse hooves. Horse cocks? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Horse hooves, so sorry. Well, speaking of animals, do you want to start, do you want to start navigating our just, this just in? You guys, we started a new series. (laughs) It's our segment, Lauren, this just in. It's it's a new segment, you guys. It's called this just in. Yeah, let's start it. Okay, so. Michelle and I are very avid readers of our New York Times and Chicago Tribune, so we are going to work hard to bring you guys the stories you need to know. Yeah, more the stories. I mean, we didn't talk about this, but I think that these stories are more ones that make you feel good or laugh. A yeah, it's not that scary stuff on the let's first page. Leave, let's leave the caca <laughs> for a different news outlet. But we are going to, I keep saying this, we are going to have a political banter soon. That's fine. Elections but right up. now we're going to talk about this lucky little lemur. Okay, and I keep calling it a lemur. No, yep, we had to tell Lauren that, uh, <laughs> listen, she may be right, and I didn't take one No, moment. I think it's lemur. I spent a lot of time outside the lemur exhibit at the Brookfield Zoo, so oh, I just... You're probably a little bit more... Not more well-versed in the lemur vernacular. So, okay, well, here... Well, I'm glad that you taught me this. Here is the title of this. There's a lemur. <laughs> wait, I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's a lemur. Wait, he goes, There's a lemur. Five-year-old helps crack theft. I don't dun, know if I like dun, the title dun. of that, but helps crack the case, maybe. In any case, okay, so what happened here? Go and on. there's a picture of Mika. Well, yep, that's, that's Is it Mika. Yeah, it's, oh, no, I'm sorry, it's Maki. Oh, boy, I'm on a roll today. <laughs> so Maki, the 21-year-old arthritic lemur. Oh, wow. Arthritic. That's wow. when it, this story really captivated. That really tugged at your heart. That really strings. got me. I was like, holy shit, his bones hurt? <laughs> Got bad joints. How do you take that fellow? So in did San, he, did, how do they know? Did he let them know? <laughs> yeah, that's you know. I mean, that's a really good point, Michelle. Just, those are brain benders. He's twenty-one, so maybe it just kind of comes with the territory. And now I'm curious to know how long they live. I know, because that's actually quite an old little, a little old little fella. So twenty-one-year-old Maki was taken from the San Francisco Zoo, and um, it was people were really upset about it. So one day there was a little boy walking down and they knew that it was forced entry. So they're like, he didn't escape. Like someone came and took Maki. And James Trin, aged five, um, he was unaware that this animal had been taken. And he was walking um, through the parking lot at school towards like the school playground mm-hmm. when he pointed and he looked at a who was he who was like on the jungle gym the lemur and he like yelled there's sounds a lemur like a good, there's like a, a good lem- spot for the lemur <laughs> he probably was like where's my natural habitat and found something Close as man-made up. as possible right so they point he they you know he pointed the parents called the police okay so he found the he found maki so he's a hero he is a hero he is a hero and then um animal control came and got him and brought him back safely to the zoo they also took 30 year old Corey Gilloway into custody for stealing Maki. I want to hear that story. What did Corey have to say for himself? Well, how old I, is Corey? Do we Corey's know? 30. Think, you know, maybe he, I don't know. Why yeah. would you steal Maki? Really maybe wanted him. Um, in any case, there was a, um, an award offered for $2,100 for the safe return. That money has been donated to the church. However, 
little um, James, the five-year-old, and his family have a lifetime membership to the zoo now. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm kind of, you know, zoos kind of don't do it for I don't want to go be that negative Nelly. I knew that you were going to say something about that. (laughs) I knew you were going to complain about the zoos. And because um, I know they're, you know, animals are in captivity and you feel bad for them. But I'm going to tell you something. Um, Please. The Brookfield Zoo saved my life I when I was raising my active runner, running three-year-old twins. I, I, can, I understand. I and, do. I do. I mean, but some of those animals, listen, the elephant in captivity walking around depressed, yes, it makes me sad. When the kids are asking, why aren't the animals heads <laughs> up, mom? Because they're depressed. Okay, that's why. Because they're not well. They're not, well, some of them. Well, maybe, you know, I'm wondering if Maki was happy he was taken. Maybe he was like, finally. But then he escaped the arthritic. But then the 21-year-old arthritic lemur escapes from the 30-year-old man who took him. That's another story we got to talk about. Well, and maybe he was having some regrets. You know, the, 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 the maybe, yeah, maybe the, maybe the, the thief is unwell and he. I just, I just checked it out. So lemurs can live up to 30 years oh so he had some life he has he's still yeah maki's good he's so cute average lifespan is about 25 years so so he's getting older he's he's definitely more of an an older he's a geriatric geriatric lemur lemur i thought you were talking about like a french like fashion when you were asking me if i had read the lemur article i'm like no 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 clue nope well hopefully i don't mess up any words in this next this justin Michelle, we oh. really, we really liked this one. Oh, but I'm, t- we really liked it. Yeah, we, and the Andersons are bringing it to their house. Oh, are they? Yes. Okay, so let's tell them what they're let's bringing. Let's do it. So this title is called "Sweet Solution Found." Oh, that'll work. Sweet Solution Found. Say that fast. Three times. Sweet Solution Found. Sweet Solution Found. Sweet Solution Found. Oh, well, Lauren, this is not one of those mics. I can't. <laughs> we're not doing that. Okay. The subtitle is okay. "Trick or Treating Candy Shoots Could Help Save Halloween." So, PVC pipes. So yeah, P- th- well, this is the thing. This is the way to keep. This is what people are doing in lieu of handing candy from hand to hand. Mm-hmm. And you know, you and I have thought about some other ideas too, but this one seems to be the most fun and festive of all. Agreed. And um, this gentleman was this a Chicago fella that did yeah, this? Yeah, um, actually, he may have been Park Ridge. I've got to look. He found some PVC scraps up in the rafters of his garage and an old plastic pumpkin. And he secured three-inch PVC pipe with um, those zip ties Mm -hmm. onto his railing and created a chute for candy to slip through and out into the little trick-or-treater's hands. Um, Another fun tip about, or not tip, a fact about this, the PVC pipe acts as a didgeridoo. Yeah, that's an Australian instrument. Yes, I think it's like... um, it's the aboriginals would use it so the um the people the natives to the land and i actually have a friend you know him well his name's marty marty vernon owns a didgeridoo and he used to play it i was gonna say you know what marty seems like a guy who'd probably (laughs) pick up a didgeridoo but i mean it's a cool instrument so as you shoot down that candy it goes it's like you know like it does that noise but when you play a didgeridoo Mm. don't you blow into it yeah but it's just about like it sounds like wind almost okay okay yeah we'll look up maybe we can add some sound 
Okay, yeah. Maybe, we should work on that. Maybe next couple of weeks. <laughs> I'll work on my sound effects. So are you really going to do this? Yeah, so the kids and I have already... Um, oh, the kids are getting involved. Totally getting involved. We have the pumpkin on the counter. We went down to the basement to get it. Okay. Ryan thought that we might have had... We did actually have a little piece of PVC, but it was, I think from my um, government contracting days, a one and a half inch pipe. And this needs to be three inch. Yeah, because we're not sending any mini Milky Ways down. We're no. We're going to send a more of a, a proper size bar down. Yeah, in this case, size does matter. Absolutely, yeah. size matters. I mean, I think in all cases. No, you know, matter. Halloween has gotten, it's bad enough as it is. We can't be celebrating with a jammed up candy shoot. No, and then and the other important aspect of this is that 45 degree bend one. Yep. Do you are you do you have to we have procure to, we one have of those? We have to procure a proper size PVC as well as okay. a 45 degree bend. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to snag some orange duct tape if we can get our hands on it, but I have some ideas. And um, yeah, the kids are fully anticipate setting a, setting a little Halloween trend here, and enough time for other people to do it if they want. I love this idea. Great idea. I love that. I love that people are finding ways. And oh wait, let me read his first line. I really liked. So his opening line was, "If one thing deserves to go on during this freak show of a year." It's Halloween. Absolutely. Which it makes me laugh because I feel like Halloween, it's socially distant, but it's also like you're in people's faces. Um, so there's kind of that. But this PVC trick is going to save Halloween. It is. Well, that and our other idea was the the claw, that like two to three foot like little um, handheld yep. mechanism that you use to pick things up or grab things from above. That's right. Our friend John Pohl actually sent one right over to our house for Ryan after he sustained the injury that's a great idea um but uh the kids have really taken a liking to some of ryan's new toys like the (laughs) knee scooter is more of a transportation for 11 year old twins together i see too listen we're all kind of riding on it it's kind of fun thanks hill thanks hill and jen for sending ryan his tools um now ryan will not be able to help you so much with this no ryan so yeah ryan won't be able to help with about just about anything until December 1 which is the twins birthday oh god that's that's a gift that's our goal date um so I have faith that you will be able to put this together can't be too hard oh honey that's one of the easier things that I'm gonna do this week compared comparatively speaking so you know the plastic pumpkin that you have here that you'll be using is that good old-fashioned you guys starting the week before Halloween that will that I have one and that is my purse that's right. That's right. You carry the that week around. of Halloween. That's right. You carry that. You know, it was odd at Hallapalooza last year. I had it, and someone kept asking me, "They're like, what is that?" I'm like, "That's my purse." It was a great idea. But then they're like, "Wait, you, that's your purse?" I'm like, oh, "Why does that seem so confusing?" You know what? It's none of their business. It's my handbag. <laughs> that's what I say. It's none of their business. <laughs> it's my handbag. Damn it! It's the cutest purse ever. It is cute. Well, you're like you're Mrs. Halloween. I mean, the kids want to know if and what you're being I have that's a lot of pressure because I have been thinking about it I don't think we're doing a couple's thing I really want to be I want to decorate myself as fall like a tree with leaves no I want to be like a mystical autumn witch what when you what do you envision that to look like I appreciate you asking well I bought some really beautiful (laughs) why are you looking at you get so serious when you talk about your costumes. Well, I bought some glitter, so that will, of course, take... And the, it's the color palette, so we're talking like burnt orange and terracottas. Mm. 
And um, I have downstairs an old like silk flower arrangement. It's terrible. Why I put that as decor, I don't know. But I'm thinking about ripping off the tops and creating some, fashioning some sort of wreath. Love it. Around my head. I have a very long, beautiful auburn um, wig that I wore oh, when I yes. was that skeleton. I've seen this wig. It's a good wig. And I'm like, why not just, and I'll just get like a bodysuit that's okay. burnt orange. I don't know yet. Uh, okay. Well, so, but that's what I'm in. I've always wanted to dress as fall the season. And I think this is the perfect opportunity to do it this year. I can't wait to see what you come up with. I would want, I also want to be like a dead bride. But you, this, I like the fall, like you have done a skeleton. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was the Day of the Dead? Oh my God! No, it was just like a skeleton woman. That was that was one of my favorite costumes. That was very good. Thank I'm, you. I'm really feeling this. Are you? Up like I'm feeling fall. it too. Will you ask me what I'm thinking about being Halloween? <laughs> yeah, tell me what are you being? Not a fucking clue. You're not. Are you? You got to put a hat on or something. I will put a hat on or something. I've got Mom's little witches pin. Yeah. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna wear that. Well, you could please do, but I'm, put on I'm, like a, maybe a red lip. Listen, right now, I'll put on a red lip. Listen, right now, I'm just focusing on the kids. We're procuring their costumes, and we've made some headway. I know Mia is being Katniss. She's being Katniss. She just asked me for a real bow and arrow. I told her oh, that's a no, no, dog. I think you know, dog. I think <laughs> you guys should scrape her up a little bit. She should have a little bit of like, you know, because she's a badass. Yeah, and she's like living in the woods trying to exactly. stay alive. So maybe she's got a couple little cuts Bruises from the trees, from maybe, maybe poison ivy. Okay, good idea. Good yeah. She's idea. broken out in a rash. Good idea. And what about William? William is going to be, I believe the baseball player's name is Aaron Judge. Will is going to be an Aaron Judge super fan. Apparently, uh, this gentleman hit, drops bombs out of the park, and when he comes up to bat, they say, all rise for the judge. So the super <laughs> fans wear um, old-fashioned judge judges, the, curly the, the, the white wigs. <laughs> And of course, Will got me for a fifty dollar Aaron oh Judge my God. jersey. Okay, a I w was going to ask you if he plays for the Packers, and then I heard you say he throws, he hits it out of the Drops park. Bombs. So I'm like, okay, that's a baseball player. Correct. So what team? Uh, Yankees. Oh, cool! I love yeah. the Yankees. Yeah. Drops bombs. So yeah, Will's actually Will is always airs on the safer side for Halloween. He's not super into it, but I was pumped he was game for wearing a wig this year. I love. I can't wait to see him I wearing like, it. Yeah. A did Babe Ruth play for the Yankees? He did. And B did you know? I I, I think so. I, I'm not going to say this is a fact. I'm pretty sure in in like Great Britain and in Australia, yeah. they're I don't know if it's like their Supreme Court their version of it. Or all judges, but they still fashion the wigs. Now I'm going to check on that. Uh, isn't that where they do? They call it kangaroo court. Is that where that is? That what that is? From? I have no. I don't even know what that means. I don't know. I just am associating the kangaroos with Australia. But of course, we'll, find out. Love, we'll check on that. Yeah, Michelle. And other news. Speaking of holidays and how yes. we're limiting the fun, but also trying to find ways to work around it. Correct. We have another article. I believe this came by way of Chicago Tribune. It okay. did. And it's called Santa's Mall Visits May Vary. I have a lot of thoughts on this topic. <laughs> okay. I have a lot of thoughts. So subtitle, in COVID-19 year, holiday traditions get tweaked. A lot of tweaking. Tell me your thoughts. What are your initial thoughts well, when you read this? Well, first of all, we need to tell the folks what the article states, okay. which is that Santa... Santa's lap is not available for sitting this holiday season. season. You put it that way, it's and, just there's a lot. And you know what I say? Say. It's about fucking time. <laughs> the Anderson twins have never sat on the lap of that strange man. 
let's be honest, we know how much kids cry about it. So A, I know it's funny, but at the same point, maybe there's something to the fear. Maybe there's something to the fear of sitting on the guy's booze-filled, bre- smelled breath, blowing in your face with maybe, we don't know what he's got in his Santa pants. Sick, Michelle. Anyway, this is the deal. You can't sit on Santa's lap this year. You can sit on a pile of gifts. Like six feet from six Santa. Six feet away, and there's going to be a plastic screen in between, or like the plastic. There is. There's going to be. And it's going to be set up in such a way, in this particular situation, yeah. Where when the camera's on taking the photo to snap that memory that I'm okay with forgetting, yep, you won't be able to see it. But if you do want to celebrate in that way, and this is a tradition that's important to you, yeah. you like to torture your kids, do it. You can do it still. It's just going to look a little different. Yeah, the window of time is also different. So they're starting later. They're not, it's more like for one month rather than like a month and a half, two months. Yep. Um, there was that. There's also other ways that people are doing Santa this year. I read that there's virtual, of course, which I think is kind of cute. I mean, welcome to 2020. You know what? The virtual thing has blown me away in certain ways. There have been some exper- experiences thus far where I've been like, this works. If you need to deal with it in this way, it suffice. Yeah, and I like this I like this one. They're called like jingle, jingle somethings. You know what I just heard? Someone was thinking out of the box and doing in our neighborhood, Tell more me. of a local um, sitch, our friends at Whisper Me Home. Mm. I understand. I don't know if you've seen their I vintage have. pickup truck. Uh-huh. I think what, and this is such a great example too of thinking outside of the box and making do and coming up with creative ways to still A, run a business and make money, but also make a buck, make a buck, but also like, do do something that will contribute to people's happiness and excitement through the holidays. But I think you can uh, place hold a visit from Santa and they'll send him around on his truck. I love that idea. And with what you just said yeah. about people like finding, navigating ways, you know, for, you know, revenue and whatnot. Yeah. Um, revenue streams is what we talked about a couple weeks back about resilience and about looking at challenges that rather than a threat like oh shit my business is could close it's like okay let's take this really crazy situation and navigate it how can we thrive yeah right yeah and it's just about being innovative I love that idea I so many cool things Mm -hmm. have been born because your option is fold crumble or figure it out and there have been so many things that have been born out of this and that's one of them Mm -hmm. so yeah so things are gonna look different I mean I'm actually bummed Michelle okay again Christmas Eve is one of my favorite nights of the year what's gonna happen what's gonna happen I just be honest with me I think what's going to happen is those that feel safe and comfortable I'm not talking about other people I'm talking about our family I'm talking about our family okay I think that if people want to gather and you know celebrate um on the day I'm going to say I'm down with that oh okay but I'm concerned about people older relatives um especially as we get into you know we can all talk about what we want what would be like the ideal different situation but we've got to cover some ground in the flu and cold That's season. That's true. There's to that get, too. Let's get there first mm-hmm. is kind of what I'm thinking. All right. So you're just kind of like seeing what happens, how this folds out. That's kind of just how I roll one day at a time. I um, I know it's going to be different, but I let's 
every day here has been so different. And yep. I mean, the newspaper today, our mayor just said that, you know, they're threatening stricter restrictions. I don't know. We have to see how this is going to go. So a couple updates on the more international front of COVID I've picked up in the past couple of days. Oh, yes. Do share. Just random tidbits and tidbits. Random tits and bits. Tits and bits on the COVID update. Apparently, Ireland is going back for six weeks lockdown. I want to check with a friend that we both have out there. I'm going to get a fact on that. But I saw that yesterday. Another one is Australia. Well, just the state of Victoria, where my best friend Deanna lives, they have slightly lifted restrictions. Do you know that since Deanna is single, you, she, and other single individuals in the state of Victoria, where Melbourne is, they can nominate like a family that they are allowed to visit. Oh, Oh, wait. they were so Hang on a second. strict. Can you explain? Wait, what? Because you- families were, they I mean, they were really implementing stay at your freaking house. And how is there, how is there COVID in that country right well, now? Well, Australia as a whole is doing fine. What happened in Melbourne, um, somewhere around this, I don't know exactly where I'm saying Melbourne, but in the state of Victor- Victoria, they, um, um, they had like a hotel set up from what I understand, or I'm not sure if it was a hospital or a hotel, but a security guard was making love uh-huh. with infected COVID patients. I heard this story. Yeah. So a lot of COVID lovemaking and wow. what happened, it freaking spread. spread. Yeah. That's so gross. Who the fuck? So, I know, grody, grody. So in any case, the state, that state like locked shit down, but the rest of Australia is fine. New Zealand's doing great. And they just um, reelected Janice, I forget her name, the, the female oh, yes. prime minister of New Zealand. So I congrats, way to go. About yeah, her. She, I need to read a book. I need to read a lot. I, I need to know more about She's her. She's one to, one to watch. She like had a baby during elections or her term or something. She's a badass. Um, so I will check on Ireland. So what I was saying about Deanna is that they were allowing single people or people who lived alone to nominate certain households that they were only allowed to see. Okay. You were only allowed to go a certain distance from your home. Okay. Um, things like that. Very, very, very strict. Well, it sounds like that those strict rules were applied in Italy, in Spain, in Germany. Like they. Yeah, getting- they did it the first time around, though. Like they did, like Italy. And who uh, knows what's going to happen here? I know Wisconsin had like 3,000 new cases uh, in the most recent past few days. I was in a yoga class and my teacher also happens to be a PT. So she's in the health healthcare mm. um, on the front lines. And she said the summer was kind of a break. She said she will never take her um, normal work life for granted mm. again. But the anxiety is creeping because she said that they are starting to see an influx and that's worrisome. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. But I, I tell you what, if she takes her own yoga um, advice and applies to herself what she applied to us in that class, she's she's going to get through this. I know I this. I love her. Oh, she's great. Um, you know, speaking like I d- we don't go anywhere. It's not like Anthony or at night. I mean, I'm OK. We do go places, for instance, but we're not like being reckless. Um. They are creating a lot of experiences around here that if you're lucky enough to get a ticket or a reservation, you are able to enjoy some aspects of life that are somewhat regular. Well, and I also wanted to kind of give you another little um, option because earlier in our conversation, you were talking about how you hadn't been to concerts. Have you considered doing a drive-in concert experience? We totally would. I mean, yes, I would totally consider that we did we did do a movie drive-in last night we went and saw there's this huge 
space over in Fulton Market. It's actually like a it's a bar called Recess, but they cleared it out and they put I think six love seats in it and all spaced out and then there were only three tables of two or three people behind us. So there maybe were less maybe around 20 people in a very large room and they had a huge screen up and we watched Rocky Horror Picture Show and had a Beyond Burger. Oh, that's fun. It was fun. That's so fun. It was fun. That was the beginning of my birthday week. He surprised me. Um apparently since we're talking about what we ate last night when you break your fibula it people tr- it's almost oh. equivalent to that of losing a loved one so the food has been coming in hot and one of my dear friends Killeen thought that she would bring over a Fontano's sub that is the length of this couch oh that's big <laughs> I'm not exaggerating <laughs> we've been eating very well and gonna continue I think while we heal that leg God help us all all right. Well, that oh. that's the, that's just the just this just in. Yeah. So we just covered our first segment. Good stuff. Good stuff. Loved and I'm it. I'm excited to keep sharing stuff like that. Our hot topics for for the day. You know, we this is this is a good one. This is one that I think everybody should listen to because we're in a place where, like we just talked about, there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of you know unknown. People are stressing, but. It turns out that there, there, there is something that we all can do to combat, and this is the, the prescription to stay healthy, the latest prescription to stay healthy. Do you want to tell everybody what it is? <laughs> no, <laughs> that is not going to work. Laughter. That what you're doing now is much I better. I hope you don't. <laughs> I hope you don't edit I'm out not, my. I'm leaving that in. I'm leaving that in. Yes, laughing. Laughter, laughter is the prescription. They're saying um, so this let's came tell by where, way yeah. of the New York Times, the title for Trying Times, Try Laughter. Mm. And um, there's a lot here. You know, the old adage um, was an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Uh-huh. How are you going to rhyme this one? Well, I don't think I'm going to rhyme it. I'm just going to say the new is a laugh a day. It's it's a still belly laugh a day keeps the doctor okay, away. It still rhymes. Keeps the doctor away, but this is the deal. Mm. It's not just like you know that annoying laugh that I do on our podcast sometimes, where I go ah, ha 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 that like fake laugh that you're like that. No, it doesn't sound like that. Well, it, it sounds like it's like ha 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 ha. Okay, well it can't be. <laughs> that's not the laugh. No, it's gotta be like guttural. A guttural like physiological mm-hmm. like the laugh that you get that makes you cry. Mm-hmm. So, so best so, laughs ever. So some things. That mm. some benefits mm-hmm. of laughter. Um, well, for one, and I joke about this. Like I used to say this after I like pee my pants laughing with my girlfriends that I just added years to my life. But apparently, a mm. healthy sense of humor might actually prolong your life. I like that. I mean, you can't argue with that. Like it might as well at least try it. Well, not even prolong, but quality of quality. life. I will take good quality. There you go. Buckle up. Um, what else? Laughter reduces stress hormones, which those things are pumping out right now. Yeah, I but mean, they combat on the inside. They're like stress. No, I'm laughing. Get out of exactly. here. Exactly. Yeah. So what happens when you are stressed, your body releases things like cortisol and adrenaline and those things wreak havoc on your immune system. Mm. When you laugh, you reduce stress and your body releases feel-good hormones. You know, I wanted, you know, I'm obsessed with watching scary movies right now. Okay. That's all I do. Right now, actually, Michelle and I have on, if you, 
if you don't have a fireplace at home, we have a little one, but we don't use it that often. This is the YouTube Haunted Manor. Um, they called it the Yule Log. <laughs> right away, I was like, sign me up. And it's a it looks like a haunted house, and there's a little bit of a storm happening in the background and fire crackling. It kind of reminds me of the room that Ryan and I got married in at the Yes, it does. High snoring. So if I'm not watching the Halloween Yule Log on YouTube, I'm usually watching a scary movie. Many I've seen, some I just try and whatever. But the other day, I took a recommendation from you, Michelle, that I would never have watched this. But I will also tell you that I asked Katie. Um, she said she watched. I'm like, how was it? She was like, oh, it was fucking awesome. And I was like, really? Really? And then I turned it on. Get you in the mood. And I was, I mean, listen, Adam Sandler is a, a bit much sometimes. I know. But his mom's t-shirts. Yep. <laughs> Wait, okay, some of my favorites. What was the t-shirt? <laughs> what did it say? Okay, Bonard. well, the, the first one I saw, which I was like, oh, I hope that there's a different t-shirt first every all, day. you're talking about Hubie Halloween. Yeah, thank you. You're Sorry, you're Hubie. Welcome. Although I was calling it Hubby Halloween. Yep, that's oh okay. Um, Hubie Halloween things, Michelle. It's on Netflix. Um, His mom, who I was telling Anthony, if mom made it older and like white hair, that would have been like mom. Totally. Like look, the look wise. Totally. Totally, totally right? So yes. of course I was like instantly attracted. Like, you know, not attracted. But like, I was like, oh, I love her. Um, her shirt <laughs> upon her first appearance on the movie, the film, her shirt says boner donor, boner donor. <laughs> okay, with a big, like life-saving red cross. Yep. And then the other one, she wasn't wearing this. Her little friend was wearing it and her friend's shirt said, it's not going to lick itself. <laughs> yep. That's... <laughs> unbelievable i know somehow missed that one. Oh no i was at every every um like shot with her on it i was looking for a t-shirt so but my point is it put me in such a good mood and i laughed lots of loling and then i realized i have a crush on steve buscemi yep just add that to your list of another interesting hollywood crush that just doesn't really fall in line with who i'd match you up with but there's something about him and i saw a meme yesterday when you know how like those filters that basically like erase your face yes and you have like not even like there's no line not i mean you're like anyways um they had him it said it was steve buscemi now and it's like what my career looks like and then it was steve buscemi with the filter on like really smooth that says what my resume says <laughs> and i was still attracted to the older one well i mean he's just kind of a stud i mean the guy but you said he was more like your uncle the other day well i wouldn't mind if i like would he seems like a cool guy to like if you were like your he'd be like a cool dad <laughs> is like to an older your older but self. What you did know? you say that he smelled like the other day? Uh, like a pack of cigs? Do you be do you just do you just uh, you just suspect I just he's... assume that he's rolling around. And you know what? <laughs> Good for him. Like I said, I I have no no judgment there. Listen, 75, we make it. We're going to start smoking. But Lauren, before we we No, let's end keep going. Island, no. There's a couple other things and I thought that this was really interesting. Um, you know, and for us with that questionable brain gene in our family, mm. there could be some cognitive benefits. At, well, at least this one for older older folks. I okay. don't know. Maybe I'm in that demographic now. I don't know. 41, 42 counts. But um, like they're saying that laughter can improve short term memory function oh. and increased learning in older adults. And the suggestion was to like turn on like a funny YouTube video like mm. you know Michelle Power and my old work buddy and I we it was part of our daily dose of joy to join each other for a break 
and laugh our asses off. What would off. you watch? Falling. People falling. Just oh. dumb, stupid. <laughs> stupid. She loved to see somebody take a tumble. There was a video that was um, trending for a period of gentlemen who might have been on a combination of uh, 42 gallons of hard liquor mm -hmm. with a dose of possibly methamphetamine. What do you do? He couldn't stand straight. And we're going to link this video in the show notes so people could laugh. It sounds kind of terrifying. It's hysterical. Oh, it's funny. He walks into a place to get liquor. <laughs> he has absolutely no business being there. And it's on like the security camera. Mm -hmm. He goes to the door. Listen, he goes to the door. He can't stand up. He can. T he, it's like he <laughs> hadn't had his V8 that day. It was unreal. We're going to link it. It will um, make you laugh. My favorite funny video like that is, have you ever seen the one of the woman who's crushing grapes and she's the news lady? Maybe. Well, she's, I believe she is the, she's the news broadcaster and she goes to a, a like a, a wine, a, a vineyard to learn how to crush the grapes or okay. make, make wine. And so the owner of the vineyard is, they're up, they're elevated, like on this little like I don't know what you would call it. It's just this elevated like ladder type thing and like a platform and the buckets there and then the, the juice drips below it. And the owner is like, okay, so now you got to stamp our feet real fast. And the owner says, but no cheating. And so the owner goes, okay, in three, two, and the news broadcaster was like, haha, I'm going to cheat. And she was like, she starts running really, really fast, but then she slips and falls okay, over. And the noise she makes, she fell. In the grapes. <laughs> No, she fell out of the off out of the grapes and into the onto the ground like tumbled forward oh my god i'm sorry i had like an add moment there that's for okay a second wow. no worries and but it that, made you laugh hysterically. it makes me laugh and we'll, well maybe we'll i'll link, link that it. one too we, well isn't it interesting that somebody falling is what made you laugh hard well this is gonna be yes it is but okay yes laugh hard so this is the point, I guess. The point is, is we want to, we want to encourage people to think a little bit more about these insane, ridiculous situation that we're in right now, and find the humor in it, like what we did with mom when she I was, was just going to say that. Well, not even when she was sick, but now I call her dead mom. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you, that we, you have to laugh, or else you're going to cry. Mm -hmm. And if the the laughing could possibly improve your health and wellness and your and quality day to day and day to day well god damn it everybody pencil some laughing time in they um in that article they were also talking about like jokes gone bad <sighs> well but it was interesting what they were saying is is the joke teller in those situations you know if you don't connect with the person if you don't if you can't empathize with mm. the person like making that cancer joke yeah. well at least well, then that joke's going to fall flat. So the joke was a doctor was going in to see a patient, and he was like a fill-in doctor, and he didn't have the patient's record yet, and he said, oh, okay, we'll get everything done. Well, we'll take a look. At least it's not cancer. And the, the patient was like, well, actually, doctor, it is. It is like cancer. that. That is, um, I've told many a joke like that in my day. I've not had a couple snafus like that. Not a, not many. I try really hard to suppress those ideas. Not not like a cancer joke. I will tell that a, I once was at a fundraiser and I had ran into my my bo my high school boyfriend's sister who I hadn't seen in years, and I was just trying to make conversation, mm. just catching up. And she, and I say, they say, "Wow, you're sitting at the high roller table. They're really um, bidding high and, and winning everything, including this piece of art from a local art uh, artist in our town." Mm -hmm. And I said, "Yeah, but who the." Who the hell would buy that 
painting. Good Lord. Oh, that was, no. <laughs> oh, the art dealer was standing right there. I'm the art dealer. I, de- I donated it. Oh, I what out, did you do? I did. I ran out the front door. Well, you did. You say like, I'm sorry. I said, of course. Yeah. <laughs> when I, was this? Several years ago. Like really long time ago. Anyway, my point is, is I've been on the receiving end of the bad joke. The receiving, no, you're on the, the, you're in the giving. And it sucks. So you give them. Yeah, that's okay. I haven't heard you do that in a while. Well, I'm working on it, Lauren. Do you have a favorite funny movie that makes you laugh? I have mine. I'll help you. What is it? Mine is probably one of them is knocked up. Oh no, no, no! Why did I just say that? Bridesmaids. That's a good one. I don't like when you ask me these questions. Because and Pineapple they, Express. They catch me off guard. I know, you know, and I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. Um, but I did just watch my best friend's wedding with Cameron Diaz and um, what's her name? Julie Roberts. Julia Roberts. Uh huh. And Bear- Cameron Diaz is a blubbering idiot in it, and it's kind of hilarious. Yeah, she's good in that. She's great in that. Yep. Um. Okay, I think mine would be Bridesmaids, um, Pineapple Express, and then um, that's it. You just looked like Mia there. (laughs) And I said that two minutes ago. So laugh more, people. Laugh, laugh a little. Um, Lauren, this is my, this is our final hot topic of the day. And this is, this was a lovely story that you made me read. And I'm glad that I did. Okay, good. I wasn't sure if you thought you would think it'd be kind of like lame and boring. But it had me hooked from the beginning. It's amazing what you can find in the garbage. Isn't it now? Let's yeah. talk about it. Well, I will tell you that I, when I read this um, article titled, titled Love Letters in the Alley out of the Chicago Tribune this past Sunday, I Anthony and um, one of his coworkers, a, a fellow director, a friend of his, were standing in the kitchen making breakfast because we were having brunch together, and I was sitting in the other room, slow tears, crying wow. what? as I read this. The love, just the love. I just, it wasn't like sad tears. So this is a story about a Chicago police officer, I think aged 42, was walking down the alley over during the summer to fetch some milk and diapers. And right away, the way they're talking about it, transplant, I thought we were talking about like in the 50s, 60s, okay? This is just a guy that likes to take a moment and he walks through alleys. He kind of jokes he's a little bit of like a garbage, garbage picker. picker. Yeah, one man's you trash know trash is another man's treasure. Yes. He came about this box of letters upon on top of a garbage can and I would I would totally grab that too especially because they were you can tell they were from like World War II Uh, I found myself reading letters at the place by your house what's the the vintage place in LaGrange the mall oh Jackson Street Mall yes I once was there and I got I, I I couldn't walk away I was reading Letters of correspondences between people. I found a letter that Grandpa Manos, mm-hmm. our mom's dad, dad wrote to his, um, to his sibling, mm. um, during he when he was stationed on a base somewhere during the war. Wow, so cool. He was grumpy. I think he was always grumpy. <laughs> Anyway, let's go back to the love that existed so, between these, yeah, two, these two people. Yeah, these two people. So this man, um, he finds, his name is Eric Wolforth. He's walking, and he's, um, I believe he's on, like, the north side of Chicago. In any case, the, the, address of, the address of the mailings that he found in the envelopes was 5506 Glenwood Avenue. I looked it up. It's north of Lincoln Park. It's, like, in the Edgewater neighborhood. And it is, these correspondences were between a wife and her husband, 
and they were writing letters back and forth. Catherine Moran and Leo Lee. Love that name. Leo Lee. Leo Lee. <laughs> That's pretty snazzy for these two. <laughs> they were writing letters. The husband was in World War II. He was a serviceman, and she was a wife here. They'd just gotten married, and um, they they share in these letters, you know, the, their love, the worries. He would send her little gifts. Yep. Um and you can just see. I loved the one where about the stockings. Yes. At first she said, yes. no, no, the rayon ones are fine. And then she said, I've changed my I mind. I want the silk Send ones. The silk ones. I was like, that is so, I give me goosebumps. That was, that was really sweet. You can, they were courted, they were, be, they were in love even over these letters. Um, and the part that made me cry was when I realized that the end of the story where he actually, the, the Leo Lee came home and they spent the rest of their lives together. And then Leo passed away from early onset um, Alzheimer's, yeah. which of course strikes a chord. And um, Miss Miss Moran Lee, she lived the rest of her life. I she may have just I forgot, but she um, lived happily with all of her grandchildren. Oh, but you guys, the best part of the story, hello, is that the cop sought out. He did some investigative work and sought out, found the daughter yep. of. Catherine Moran Lee and gave the box of letters from her mom to her. Yeah, that and that's when he learned about the family and what they've been up to. I think that um, to put a pretty red bow on this story, yes. um, the thing that I loved the most was how he said that he knows he wasn't meant to read someone else's love letters, but in doing so, he learned about the unique power of letters to communicate life and to preserve it and he went on after or before that statement saying like how are people going to remember me based on what like my social media images this is one of the most like huga news articles i've ever read in my life i would i would more have to than, agree more than like an article on huga this made me i had the feels from this one this was a good one this this is this would be a movie actually that's what i said to anthony i said this needs to be a movie so you asked me if i cried and when i read this and i said that i didn't but i said it made me i am obsessed with world war ii oh right have read several books and it's been i've took a little hiatus but um i got a stack of books from dad and um is this am, one of them this is the book that i'm going to read a woman in berlin oh i've heard of this so that's what I'll be reading in. Um, oh my word! Yes, I can. May I read the back of it? Sure, honey. So, a woman in Berlin is the astonishing and deeply affecting diary of a woman fighting for survival amid the horror and inhumanity of war. Begun on twenty April nineteen forty five, the day Berlin first saw the face of war, and ending twenty two June nineteen forty five, the anonymous author describes life within the falling city as it was sacked by the Russian army. So, is this based on a true story? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't think if it's. I don't think but, it's nonfiction. But when somebody writes one of the most powerful books I've ever read, I mean, I'm going to take it down i will like to read this along. after you speaking of books we are waiting for our book um is it between brothers between what is two brothers something it's the royal it's the newest royal family book to hit the bookshelves well can we talk about how we have come by way of this book sure michelle <laughs> 
Well, Lauren, shut up. You know how excited I was. The book, are they publishers? They're pub- Harper's Publishing House, I believe. And they said, hey, do you guys want a release of this book before it hits the Michelle's very. Michelle's been it wanting an advanced dream. copy of a book. All for I want. That's all I wanted is one. You're getting one now. And now we're going to read it. And now we're going to read it. You're so, I love your excitement over this. Sorry, that actually made my week more than any other thing. You were thing. so excited. But I'm excited too. I'm really excited. I think that they say, oh, look, here are two, two ladies that love reading and talking about reading. And we've expressed some interest in, um, well, a lot of interest. In well, them. They know who they're talking to. That's right. I they mean, must they, have tuned we, into our podcast. Well, we've got our point across. <laughs> I mean, hello. So that we will be reading that book together. Listen, if anyone wants to pick up a copy of it, Michelle and I will probably run through that this next month and talk about it on the podcast. Sounds like a plan. I just started a book club. We got nothing else to do. Might as well. I mean, we got lots to do. Let's yeah, be honest. Let's be honest. In fact, uh, it, when I leave here, I will become nurse betty you are you are care you are now going to be a I've caretaker put my care caregiver hat on because ryan's going to be coming out of surgery here and um well today starts the day of healing that's a really beautiful way to look at that's it, what though. i just texted him before we started okay good i was like take some deep breaths mm-hmm. and uh today starts healing and we'll just get through this best of luck so i feel like that's a good segue into my intention for the day please i think that um that's my mindset is i kind of have to be there for him Mm. and he's gonna need some help um been through surgery myself it's those first couple days kind of (gasps) suck so we're just gonna um try and keep the house quiet for the a day or two and are the kids on board with the quiet idea the kids have been amazing good. mia's been doing the laundry because that was what ryan oh my would god do. oh my god and william takes care of the like lawn because he learned that from him he did they learned actually everything they do they learn from <laughs> i've taught them nothing i'm not um, kidding that's so not true michelle um Ryan is a very resilient man. He's a strong human. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a-okay. He's going to be fine. We're just going to take it one day at a time and pray for me, everyone. Wait, can I just tell a little story that when we were at your house on Sunday, Ryan was being a little, of a, little bit of a goofball. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, hey, Lauren. And he's like, you guys, he is laid up. Yeah. He's got a full-blown cast on. Yeah. Crutches. I'm always scared something's falling. I feel just poor little Ryan. But in any case... He was like, hey, you guys need me to get out of here? Am I in the way? I was like, well, you, let me just give you another Miller Lite. He was being fun that <laughs> yeah, day. He was being fun. Yeah, he was making us laugh. He was making me laugh. He's great. Um, my intention for the day, you know, Michelle, I will tell you, I have three outstanding to-do things um, that have to be tended to ASAP. And my plan is, they're kind of time-consuming, to knock two of those out of my to-do, my long-term to-do box. They kind of hanging over your head right now. They will be a week from now. Got it. And right now they're like poking me, saying, okay. "Let's do this." Okay, good stuff. So yeah, my my, it's a very you're getting getting busy. Gotta get busy. Get busy. Busy like bees. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a wonderful um conversation with you today. Just. Just delightful. Just delightful. Thanks for making me laugh. Uh, th- and thanks for being extra relaxed and making me laugh. And do I seem relaxed today? D- this was, I was, vi- you know, this. We had a we, vibe. We were vibing today. Sometimes so whatever you did, keep doing it. Three milligrams. Three milligrams. Wanna gummies. And thank you to Pineapple Express. There you go. All right. Um, I know we end with this. Yes. In our, our like outro. Yeah. But no, you guys, you it. know what? I hope that we hope that you're enjoying this podcast. We are having so much fun. I think it comes across. 
Um, if you do enjoy it, please subscribe. Please write us a little review because that's going to really help helps. the sisters, us, you know, create these, something. These first neato. four weeks are kind of vital for yeah. us. So we really can take it's like a little newborn baby. We got to give it all the things it needs. Yeah. So just help us, guys. And we thank you. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> all right. You guys have a wonderful week and we'll catch you again on Friday. Stay cozy. Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at The Sister Project and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy.